Some tell other people's stories. As for me, I tell my own. I believe there's a commonality among survivors. Many of us tell our war stories to anyone who will listen. I used to believe this retelling was a plea to be seen. I've come to learn, about myself anyway, that this catharsis is more of a way to detach. Whether in front of a stranger or on a stage, on the page or in conversation, my reiteration of my truth is more like vomiting up bad fruit than it is sharing of the harvest. These days, I make light of much of the malady, mainly because it is incessant and unceasing. I spent much of my childhood believing in the blessings around the corner. Even before becoming a teenager, adults would crouch to an eye level and tell me, with the utmost earnestness, all this suffering is for a reason. God has a plan. Your blessing is just around the corner. You'll see. I feel my hopeful heart has been standing at intersections, peering around corners the entirety of my life, which isn't to say my life isn't blessed. I have truly had some amazing experiences. Most of all, I have the most incredible son a mother could ask for. Against all odds, he is more than I dared to ever dream. But parallel to that dream is an unending stream of nightmares. Contrary to what elders and sages have told me through the stages of my suffering, the absolution from pain never came. Here I am, rebuilding yet again from the ashes. If the idea of being a phoenix ever looked attractive, the question you should ask is whether or not there is suffering in the flames. And will I grow weary of the taste of charred remains? Pain is a renewable resource, and I've grown tired of being a refinery. More than one friend has mentioned in conversation, that's just what you do. You turn your pain into beautiful art. And like many artists, I accepted this about myself for a very long time. I used to love the quote, poetry is the poor man's therapy, because it really does ring true. And I do believe in the therapeutic value of art. However, I began to confront the idea that if we, as artists, identify as such through our transmuted pain, to sustain our identity, we need more fuel to refine in order to define. As Eckhart Tolle discusses in The Power of Now, the ego attaches itself to identity for validation. Such is the case with veterans who are still prisoners of their experience in war high school burnouts who relive their glory days, and artists who keep telling the same sad story, all one and the same. As for me, I'm tired. For a while, I stopped creating art because I thought perhaps I was attracting tragedy in order to feed the refinery. Exhausted, I thought I should crucify the artist if it would stop all this torment and torrent. Not only did the waves keep coming, I had willingly told myself not to swim. I folded my fins and fell to the bottom of the ocean, gazing up at fish with wings, tempest-tossed. I have always been such a heavy little thing. I found it is equally easy to swim 
as it is to sink. And of all the things I lost along the way, youth, beauty, my metabolism, hope is what I miss most. You see, hope floats. Optimism always had a way of helping me bubble back to the surface. Looking to a fortunate future was often a pocket of air that lifted me from my deepest despair on the ocean floor to the air where I could breathe once more. And sometimes, when I couldn't see past the day, I would turn to my hate, and it too would motivate me. Anger is more useful than despair. Lately, I lack the energy for either. I feel like Sisyphus. No matter what I try or how I choose to push my boulder up the hill, be it through fury, faith, or sheer will, I end up back at the bottom, crushed by the weight of it all. I have come to a point that I wonder why I even try at all. I don't want to dance anymore. My feet hurt, I tell you. Music doesn't really sound the same to me. Even a sweet melody strikes me melancholy and morose. All the things I used to love no longer bring me joy. They start off sweet and then sit bitter between my teeth, gritty and gristled, unfit to swallow. I spit my experiences out for fear they will sour in my belly. And people tell me, but you're going to have such an amazing testimony. This doesn't console me. For what good are war stories when you have to go to war to have them? What good are testimonies when the only thing you're left with is wreckage and an anthem?